Welcome, everyone. This is episode five of Talk with TT, and I am really thrilled to have my colleague, the Reverend Simon Hurd, with us. Welcome, Simon. Hello. Good Lovely to... to be with you. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks, Simon. Um, uh, for some people who don't know Simon, he's a director of Open Door, uh, as well as a minister at Mariner's Chapel in Rohage. Uh, Simon, tell us about um, uh, family and about um, how you, you've got two roles. Wow, you're good at juggling. I have, yeah. So initially, um, obviously, when I went into training, I started at Mariner's through my time at college. And then I sort of made a commitment through my NAM, which is a newly accredited minister, another three years. So I committed also to that. Uh, so Scout and I moved to Rowhedge and we've been here for four years. Uh, well, it's time's flying, isn't it? It's a year and a half now. And then we're that the time is sort of up. Um, so, yeah, Scout and I, she was there eight years old when we started. Now she's 13, Terrific. which is amazing. So. Um, she's 14 this year, which is just, wow. just amazing. So, yeah. So anyway, I, 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 I'm ministered at uh, Mariner's Chapel, but actually it was last year that Tim approached me. Obviously, Peter went on into ministry and said, would you fancy coming part time as director of Open Door, working with, Car you know, Carew? And, and I thought, wow, uh, God's timing, God's provision. Uh, my heart was already for evangelism at the time. So I thought, oh, let's just make this step of faith. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm learning to juggle two roles. But as you said, <clears throat> they, they tend to come hand in hand. And mm. what we find is a lot of I have a real connection with a lot of the volunteers anyway. So mm. for me, it's it's yeah, it's fluid in that way. So yeah. uh, am I, I'm, I'm still a member of the Baptist Church. My heart's always been for Colchester. So for me, it's. Yeah. It's a no-brainer, really. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're thrilled. We're thrilled that you're oh, Director you. of Open Doors and thrilled to have you as a colleague on our ministerial leadership team at Coach yeah. Baptist. So, oh, I'm privileged. So yeah. thank you, Simon. And I've got some <coughs> questions for you, which um, uh, we're interviewing the whole kind of leadership team at CBC. And um, yeah. so, Simon, if you invited four people to dinner, whether separately or together, who would those four people be and why would you? Oh, can I say Jesus? <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to say that, are we? No, it's a bit like Desert Island Dis. You've got Jesus whether you like it or not. I know, I know. And you've got a Bible whether you like it or not. Um, no, that's right. Yeah, because I thought, well, we we, we move Jesus because he's with us anyway. Yes. But um, the first one who come to my mind surprisingly, uh, not surprisingly, is the Apostle Paul. Oh, okay. yeah. um, Just because, I mean, he obviously wrote, most of the new testament but um what i love about the apostle paul and why i would like to to meet with him is because he was he was somebody who, in his earthly life who longed to be with jesus even mm. though he was alive and i mm. i would just love to to hear that play out in the conversations that i have with him um but not only that he was um a guy who referred to himself as someone who wasn't eloquent of speech or used persuasive word, words but came in the demonstration of the power of the spirit. So I'd like to see a, a man, a man of, you know, him yes. in where this, you know, even though he wasn't um, articulated his words properly in the way that he communicated, perhaps um, the power of God was working through him. So it's just, I just love to see that, mm -hmm. to learn from him in that way. Um, yeah. So that, that's the apostle Paul. That would be, be, be wonderful to, to, to meet him. Okay. I'm sure I probably will one day. 
Do you want you me will. to say the you others? Will. Yeah, the second one, please. <clears throat> this is an interesting one. I, I'm not sure why he come to my mind, but um, I see an injustice in, uh, in uh, I don't know if you watched the film Titanic. Yes. Yeah, obviously that, that's a, a tragic story, isn't it? Mm. But um, I, I read the history about a guy named John Harper. Now, a lot of uh, ministers have probably preached about John Harper. Yes. Um, but when you watch the film, um, you can see that um, obviously it was this guy named Jack who was the hero, but actually it was John Harper was the one. And um, I would love to just to, to thank him, really, yeah, and just yeah. to say sorry that we've completely forgotten about you, even though you were the hero of that day, calling people to Christ amidst that horrible, tragic event. Um, it just intrigues me, the whole Titanic thing. But and yeah, he, John, John Harper. Yeah. And, and for people who haven't seen Titanic <clears throat> or know the story, can you just embellish a bit more? What did he do? Ah, oh, right. Yeah. So it was... Um, <sighs> it's a kind of love story isn't it between jack and rose i think their name names are but um he was the one that sort of kind of trying to save her life oh actually in in the story it was um uh, there were people sort of going along in the boat and saying is there anyone alive out there well actually if you read the story of john hype harper he was the one shouting out is your soul saved yes. so th there's a massive difference between the way that the film should have been and the way it is yeah. so i'd love them to remake the film with john harper being the hero awesome. with with the, with the 300 million budget that they, <laughs> that they put to it <laughs> we'll sure see what we can do in cbc <laughs> thank you okay and your third um guest ah, right i thought i better not always just choose um super spiritual um godly godly men so i i thought i would mention hans zimmer i don't know if you oh if you i know love hans zimmer um, I'm I'm a real big fan of his music. I, yeah. uh, there's some pieces of music where I just get caught up into a different realm. It's just phenomenal, and the way he he writes and expresses himself through music, yes. um, just really resonates with me. Uh, so I would like to invite him for dinner, just purely, just so I could say, can I spend a week with you in the studio, really, to learn from him? Uh, he does some master classes and stuff like that, yes. but actually, yeah, I. I, I I do think he's amazing. Like, he... tell me a, a piece of his music that stands out for you. Oh right, yeah. So, so he wrote. I don't know if you have watched the film Gladiator. Yes. Yep. Yeah, he wrote the music to that. And yeah. uh, if you if you listen to that piece of music by itself without the film, it's just mm. it is amazing. Yeah. But he's he's got lots of wonderful pieces of music that you probably haven't heard unless you unless you listen to him. But yeah, um, I love yeah, so... I love his. Uh, he did the. Um... Uh, the Christian Bale Batman music. Um, That's right. And, oh, I, yeah. it's an amazing. And it's just interesting hearing him talk about how he is, and his team built the music to fit the scenes. And yeah, he yeah. is quite remarkable, isn't he? Yeah, I think there's something about film music. It's different because what they do is so like I would write and just write the music. But what they have is they have the scene up on. So I use Logic Pro 10. Um, you would have the scene. So as you're writing, you'd write along to each frame. Mm -hmm. So it's actually the, the story that influences mm -hmm. the music. So that's mm -hmm. why you get such um, diversity in, in film music, mm -hmm. whereas music, I suppose, in the charts and that is you just get a verse, a bridge, a chorus, and it's just yes. re repeats. Yes. I, I love that, the way it changes so much. And that's... yeah, so for, for me is... Uh, yeah, great uh, choice. That would be great, yeah. Okay, your fourth guest. I, I don't know. 
Um, I come <laughs> I across a few. That. So I know um, there's a few. So I, I couldn't make my mind up. There's a guy called Eliezer in the Bible uh -huh. who, who I think was the unnamed servant in Genesis chapter 24. But whenever I listen to that chapter in um, uh, the word of promise, just the way he talks, the way he honors God, the way he bows in worship, everything that he says just speaks to me of humility. So uh, it, to the extent where I get sort of so emotional when I hear his words, it's just bizarre. But that I don't know if you ever get an opportunity to listen to the word of promise, Genesis chapter 24, and listen to him speak. Um, Eliezer, just the way he really honored his master, Abraham, and okay. the way he gave glory to God in everything that he did. Um, one of the most humble characters I find in the Bible. I, I'd love to meet him. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just intrigued by him, yeah. So, what a, what an eclectic mix of dinner guests! <laughs> it know. really is fantastic because you kind of got a movie star in yep. John Harper. You've got the musicians with Hans Zimmer. <laughs> um, you've got our amazing Apostle Paul, who really the church planter extraordinaire. Yeah, which, you know we probably wouldn't be here without. And um, and then Eliezer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Funny bunch, but uh, good. Good. Very good. To, okay. And then um, the second question I've got for you is, you know, we've been through a pretty, and we are going through a pretty tumultuous time with the coronavirus. Um, and I just sort of wanted to, I've asked this of other guests about, you know, what have you reflected and learned through the year 2020? And, you know, we've seen great suffering and the pandemic and what, are, what have, What's God shown you or taught you through this experience? I think um, one of the things um, that sort of soon as this pandemic come, I think it gave a lot of us, as, especially me as a minister, I thought, oh, I've got time to take stock, to breathe, to, <laughs> to, to spend. But actually, we realised with the technology, it wasn't the case. You actually worked more, um, but in a different way. Um, but what I was hearing from families, from friends, is that um, maybe they were taking life the way that they were living their life for granted. Yes. And a lot of families all of a sudden had time for restoration, for, for relationship building and with their children and things like that. Yeah. Um, but also we then realized where people that were joining us online were very much more aware of their need for God because they had time to reflect on it. Mm. so that that kind of that's why i saw sort of the benefits of it but then even though th this was a lovely time for some we realized that it was a time of despair for others mm. and there was all of a sudden such a fear in the in our nation mm. um because obviously with the news and covid19 figures you know daily yeah. you had deaths and cases and um and i think that created mass fear in in our nation which also could bring people to the need to say actually there must be more to life than this mm -hmm. uh, but we have seen um with the lockdown with isolation that there are people becoming depressed and obviously a rise in mental health um so we 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 feel actually this is an opportunity for the church to rise up and see where that need is and to really engage and support individuals in our community so it's kind of brought our focus more, yeah. even though we've got the online ministry, we brought our focus, how can we help our neighbor, which has been a, a, a real good thing. Yeah. Um, and it's been difficult, isn't it? Because oh, every yeah. time we try to do something, we're prevented. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah. for me, it's an opportunity generally for the church to begin to listen to God. So yeah. uh, the, the, the thing that we, we talk about a lot, or m- many people say, is that we've got a blank canvas mm. or an empty book mm. or a new chapter. Or, or, or um, This is an opportunity for us to really begin to listen to see what mm. God's really up to. Yeah. Um, and I hope it could be normal again, but actually, is it going to be in this mm. near future? This yes. might radically change the way we we live, and um, it's it, interesting to see how things will will turn out. But yeah, I think that's so true. And uh, and you're you've been an early advocate of broadcasting services, and it it's brought a new vista of opportunity, hasn't it, for the church to engage with people uh, who perhaps left church, uh, are remote. Um, and, uh, you know, I think we all miss uh, public singing, don't we? And yeah. worship together. I, we miss, uh, and we're going to have to learn how to be together again, I think, you know, in terms of yeah. the, the culture of not touching or, you know, being close because of the risks with the coronavirus. Um, yeah. I think yeah. it is going to be, you know, I think you're right. It's not going to be uh sort of night and day where suddenly oh we can all return to normal i think it's yeah. going to be quite a journey, journey. um yeah. uh you know of, of you know we have influenza from the earlier early 20th century and that's still with us uh, and so we've, we've got corona for we've got to learn to that's live with it time. Learn, yeah. yeah yeah and adapt accordingly but yeah, yeah okay. looking for ways in which we can be church yeah that's lovely things. lovely to think about restoration yeah. how we love our neighbor how we assure people and how we overcome our fears um yeah. the third question i've got um and i just the context for this out to, to our listeners that um simon is a singer songwriter as well actually um can you give a shout out to where people can watch or listen to you Ah, right. Okay. So obviously I have a YouTube channel, which I write a mixture of sort of original songs, worship songs, but also they're kind of more personal ones mm-hmm. um, and also instrumental stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I even actually uh, did a, I started to write songs about the planets because obviously I have a, a, a interest in astronomy, but I thought that's okay because God made the planets. Absolutely. Um, but um one album that I've got on the um, on social media, it's on all the platforms, whether you're on Amazon, Apple or, or, or Spotify, it's called Broken Wings. Mm-hmm. And um, that's just an album that I wrote out of gratitude for, for being saved. You know, God mm. rescued me out of darkness. Mm-hmm. So all those songs on there. Our, our, our gratitude for 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 that and um so you can yeah you can go and listen to those on 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 any of the social media platform on, on any of the platform musical platforms so they look for simon heard broken wings they just that's Google it that. yeah 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 okay yeah, you can find it cool. and have a listen if you want to yep thank you um so i asked you a third question you're a text from the bible that means a lot to you and a, a song hymn you may have written it. So others yeah. may have written it. What what means a lot to you and why? Yeah, so um, they're kind of linked at this moment. Um, I, I always find sometimes verse. So normally it would be Psalm twenty seven. That's my favorite oh, favorite favorite Psalm, and I love that. You know where it's um, the one thing I seek that I may behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire it. So that for me is where my heart wants to be. It's not always there. That's where I want to be all the time to behold His beauty. But actually at this moment. Um, it's Hebrews 4 15 where it says you know we don't have a, a high priest who doesn't sympathize with another weakness uh, but one who is tempted in every way but yet without sin and then it mm. says let us then approach him 
boldly. And so that brings me on to the hymn, my favorite hymn, whenever I'm feeling down or whenever I feel like a failure, whenever I feel like I've messed up, I go to that. I put that on before the throne of God. because oh. the, the words in that song are just truth, aren't they? And I think you hit on it last week. I did, I did listen to part of your sermon last week, but and um, the words, you are not guilty, sort of thrilled my heart when you said that, because that's the gospel, isn't it? Mm. And that's that's what um, before the throne of God is, isn't it? Um, just those words, before the throne of God, I have a strong and perfect plea, a great high priest whose name is love, who ever pleads for me. And then it goes down. This is the, the my favorite verse. When Satan tempts me to despair and tells me of the guilt within up would I look and see him there who made an end to all my sin. I thought, <laughs> how oh, cool is that? Absolutely. What, what a wonderful savior we have. Hey? Absolutely. Set free. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Oh, thank you for sharing that. So part of your role is director of open door. Um, and it, again, for our listeners, you might need to describe what is open door. Yeah, um, right. And then what are your aspirations for 2021, 2022? Yeah. Okay, so uh, Open Door is a drop-in centre that is um, run from Colchester Baptist Church in Old Lane in the Colchester town. And there we have a a drop-in centre, a cafe-style ministry where people come in with all sorts of issues, whether they are in need of sustenance or help with loneliness or mental health or just need uh, to be pointed in the right direction, whether they're homeless or whatever. We're there to help. And it's Open Door. It means it's, it's... open for everybody regardless of whoever you are you're, you're welcome uh, and obviously at the moment our doors are partially shut and and that's frustrating mm. because we're open door um, <laughs> yes. but yeah so it's difficult at the moment to enact the vision of open door but mm. you know aspiration wise we are really looking forward to utilizing the forecourt when the warmer months come and really making the most of that um, we hope that you know, we wouldn't have to tell people to put masks on and keep their distance. And, you know, I always feel like a Pharisee when I, when I do (laughs) rather than embrace, which is what we want to do. So we're hoping that things would, would ease a little bit, but um, it's just that connection with people um, being able to, so really you, so really utilizing the forecourt during these difficult times this year Mm -hmm. um, to, to see more people come and get support and, and a lot of the visitors that come um, really depend on that contact, mm. just being able to sit and talk with someone, because a lot of them are on, on their own most of the time. So it is an essential ministry, and yeah. it really, we're hoping that it can open up as ASAP. Yeah. Um, but as and, um, yeah, that that's that's really where we want to be. That's great. And uh, for our listeners, there's associated there's a Sunday at one service that, uh, or in usual times that you lead. I think you lead that that's online, right. don't you? Yeah, well, um, at the moment we've postponed that, but so right. last week I think was our last one where we, okay. we just have to do pretty much what we're doing, interview someone. Yeah. Um, but with with Sunday at one is all based around embrace, mm-hmm. um, sitting someone down with a coffee and some food and mm-hmm. being able to talk and pray with them. Um, but like I felt at this moment, trying to get someone to come in a room keep the distance put on a mask wash their hands no drink no food and then listen to me for half an hour i thought that'd be painful you know Uh, so really it can only work when you're moving toward the person so we're hoping we can reignite that sometime in the spring but we just have to see see what happens yeah yeah Um, 
Yeah. And there are stories of, of befriending and transformation, aren't there, through Open Door? People have Yeah. Found... Is there yeah, any so it's quite yeah, yeah. We've got um first person who pops to my mind is um somebody who hadn't really made a step of faith or was on her way to when I left previously. Um, and then all of a sudden seeing her, she's moved to another part of the world, um, getting regular messages and comments of how she's joined a church, how she's moving on in her faith, the things he's posting about Jesus. And it's like, wow, you know, <laughs> at the time you think, you know, there's no chance because, you know, just no evidence of, of, of or a need for, for Christ. But then um, this is what I'm talking about on Sunday, you know, where the wind blows where it wishes, no one hears the sound of it. So it is when someone's born again, you just don't yeah. know, do you? Yeah. And, yeah. and the, all those seeds planted throughout the years, you can see eventually people are, and they're not necessarily there because we have, we call it revolving doors. There's mm. So many people come in and out, mm. but we often get uh, people um, emailers or texters or send us a message saying thank you for the work of open door who are going on in their faith which is just it just thrills your heart you know to see that yeah that's wonderful simon it's been wonderful to talk to you to listen to you about who, who the guests you would like around for dinner and <laughs> um they are fascinating list and and just your sense of um you know uh, uh breathing and trusting god um, during this this season of, of great oppression, really, because of the virus and the hope that we have and bringing that hope and that love. And uh, just just it's been wonderful. I wonder if you would you just close us with a prayer of blessing uh, to those yeah. who are listening to this, please? Yeah, we'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. so much, Terry, for asking me on. Anyway, it's lovely to be with you all. So let's let's pray. Yeah. Father, we with mental health issues or loneliness or depression, Lord, even maybe those who feel suicidal, Lord, we pray that you would remind them how much you love them and that there is one who gave his only son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray, Father, for all those who might be struggling, Lord, would you be the lifter of their heads? Lord, we thank you so much for Colchester Baptist Church, who, um, Lord, who have been so supportive of me and also the work of Open Door. Lord, we pray for all of those who serve and all the members of that church lord a rich blessing upon them in the name of jesus christ our lord amen 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 thank amen. you simon thanks terry god bless you bye